0: You are now listening to Sweep the Rack podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mike.
1: Rob, happy new
0: year. What's good, homie? And happy New Year! Happy Holidays! Uh, to me, this is a really good night to be on air, talking about bowling. Uh, we've been off for a few weeks, but with everything going on right now in the world and in and, and Washington, it's hard to ignore what's going on out there because there's you know just a lot of craziness. But Mike, this is our time to shine. We want to talk bowling. We want to talk about the Players Championship. Uh, we want you know talk about a lot of different things going on right now in the bowling world. So I'm glad we're on right now. What's good with you, man? How's your holidays?
1: Uh, relaxing, relaxing for the most part, I would say. Uh, obviously, there wasn't much to do, right? Like, like I feel like everybody was kind of, you know, scaling down the holiday season for the most part is the way I would refer to it. So. Uh, it was relaxing. You know, I had, had an enjoyable time, you know, Christmas and new year's was good with the fam. Uh, plenty of good food, plenty of good drink, uh, plenty of good time with the family. So all that was good. My car broke down. My car broke down. Uh, yeah.
0: Cause I see you in the start of the road, trying to hitchhike. And just Uh, no, no, so
1: nah, I was too. fortunate. I was fortunate. I didn't, I didn't get far from home before I'd realized I had a problem. And, uh, i was like you know what let me let me let me swing back around and go drop this off at the mechanic real quick so like yeah i mean listen it was the i'm not going to say what the repair bill was but the repair bill was so big uh it had me considering buying a new car i'll put it to you that way i was ready to go out buy a new car because i have like 155,000 miles on my car but you know what we're getting the pool put in rob and uh you know
0: i don't don't, know puts his pool and now you got to put
1: your pool in dude what yeah you know well listen it's 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 coronavirus times man it's like people are going to be spending more time at home you know i got two young kids there's gonna be many birthday parties uh you know prom pictures taken around the pool and and listen pool bill's pool is beautiful it's amazing it's awesome but yeah i mean you know we want to have our own too and 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 the, the O'Neills are always welcome. They know that, as, as we'll be going down to their pool as well, I'm sure, many times and enjoying it uh, at their crib as well. So, yeah, but, you know, we want our own little slice of heaven over here. So, yeah, I got that going on. So I'm not trying to buy a new car. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, Bowling, I, Rob, I got to say, like Bowling in New Jersey anyway, like Bowling's been popping, Rob. I got to say, sure. like Dougie Vision is running strong, okay? Uh, it, uh there was a tournament last weekend that was supposed to take place in Pennsylvania, but Bowen alleys in Pennsylvania shut down, I think so it took place in New Jersey Rob there were six on a pair there was, <laughs> was six on a pair you know New Year's Day tournament in New Jersey took place the 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 legendary New Year's Day Marathon, which I have to say, you know I know it's definitely uh been scaled back uh, in recent years, but still a great tournament you know the 10 game New Year's Day marathon Timmy Max sighting. At the New Year's Day marathon, Robbie actually won the doubles portion uh, of that event. So, uh, a lot of bowling going on in New Jersey, Rob. I've been practicing a little bit here and there, but not attending any events, especially ones with six on a pair. So,
0: it's crazy. I mean, I'm in Vegas and there ain't no bowling going on here. All the bowling eyes are open. I mean, there isn't any scratch tournaments. There isn't really anything going on out here. Uh, and uh, they just moved the Masters from Vegas. Now it's in Reno. So, I saw. Like, which is crazy because who wants to go to Reno? I mean, I, I didn't even know the city schools existed. Uh, but anyway, it sucks um, that everything's out of Vegas now. But, yeah, I mean, look. Oh, hey, I forgot to mention New Year's was a big day for you, man. New Year's night when it hit midnight in New Jersey, man.
1: Yeah, you that?
2: know,
0: life's legal now, huh? That's a big day. Uh, I-
1: is it? I wasn't even following that. I wasn't even following you know that news. You know that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. You were following that. I'm. You know that you thought of me when yeah. you saw that. It's interesting. Yeah. I, know, I thought of happy, you. Happy twenty twenty one, everybody. Yeah, happy twenty twenty one. So, anyway. Rob, listen. There, there is. You know, there. There's finally some stuff to talk about in the bowling world, right? Like there's USBC news. There's there's PWBA news that we want to get to, and we know. You know, we had on our list. But listen, you know the PBA is coming back, Rob. It's 2021. Well, the PBA is coming back, and they're coming back in a big way,
0: strong, and it's coming back strong. Uh, this tournament is might be the one of the biggest tournaments they've ever ran, really. Oh, so, uh, I mean, it's the big.
1: If you're judging by the money, it's the biggest tournament they've had since the TOC that paid 250 thousand that Mika won.
0: I know, right? and I don't so, think that, Yeah, and but the the format, the way they're running it too, wasn't as big as uh, this. Format and the way they're running this
1: game, uh, Simo, Simo in the chat. Happy birthday, homie! Happy birthday,
0: okay. yo, Simo, yeah. man. You, I, it, it's, you know, I I, I got to hook up with Simo in Vegas, man. show us up.
1: We're glad, we're glad that the PBA is back too, and they're back in a big way. You know, Rob, we've been saying here for a while. You know, Jerry Maguire style, show us the money. You know, we want to see these guys bowling for bigger prizes, and that's what they put out there. And I actually, you know, I, with the Players' Championship and it being run the way that it is, Rob, I really feel that it's like a, a legitimate Players' Championship. And I say that because players from all over the country, right, from all different levels of PBA involvement are going to get a chance to participate in this tournament. And to me, that truly reflects the the name of the tournament, the PBA Players' Championship. I think right. it actually gives a unique um a unique setting or a unique uh, spin to this event, right this qualifying that they're doing and and, and I want to say outside of the COVID environment, which I know they're doing it for that reason, I think this is something that the PBA should really think about continuing on down the line if if not on an expanded level with some other events, particularly with this PBA players championship, you know open it up let let guys from all over the country who might not otherwise get a chance to to compete to make a stepladder at a major. Let them get a chance to compete for, for a major title, you know, in, in relatively their own backyard, so to speak. OK, so the PBA is back, Rob. Over the next two weeks, you and I are going to do a preview of the PBA uh, Player Championship and the various regionals that are going on across the country. You guys should all keep in mind you can catch all the action on Flow Bowling. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, to see how they're going to do things. And, and what their setup is going to be for these various locations and all the action going on, some in some levels overlapping at the same times. Okay, but uh, Rob, you know, you know, it's sweep the rack around here, and we do our background, and you know, we love around here. We love the young bulls, Rob. Always, we always want to show love to the young bulls, Rob. We were there before you and I were there before every guy who's on tour has been there before, where they've been in that position where they're the young guy going out relatively new on tour trying to make a name for themselves so you and i did a little bit of background work and uh you know we got some names from from our sources you know shout shout to our people out there shout to alex sword shout to shout to uh to ryan carly okay for helping me out giving me some names of some young guys rob that are going to go out this year and uh, and do just that and try and make a name for themselves so uh we're going to welcome on uh three young men tonight OK, and uh, and and, and you know, we're Rob, we're going to do it sweep the rack style. People know how we do it around here. We're going to shoot them some questions, chop it up with them a little bit, get to know them somewhat. And, uh, yeah, I want people to keep in mind that, you know, hey, th- th- this is where you you might hear about these guys first. OK, and, and that's why we like to bring them on. That's why we like to welcome the young guys on here. Uh, some some of our, our fans, listeners, et cetera, might be familiar with these guys. Uh, others may not. Uh, come on, PJ. Come on. Don't feed this guy's ego, please. Don't feed his ego. All right. Re- and, and PJ, you should wait until we do our West Region review and hear what he has to say about you before you give him any uh, any 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 love there. Okay.
0: Yeah, so, man, Rob, always looking out, bro. Yo, hitting that gym hard. bid. It's bid nineteen, brother. That's what this is. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's go. <laughs> and he's
1: still single. And he's still single. He's no, still man, single I'm too. Holding
0: the twenty twenty one hot right now, Mike. Yeah, you know, sure, ladies, if you're out there, you're bowling, you know, you're single, you're from 25 to 40, hit me up, you know. Danielle McEwen. how you doing? What's up? Call me girl.
1: Hot like a dumpster fire. Hot like a dumpster fire, I'm sure. So, Rob, we're gonna bring these young guys on. Uh in in, in no particular order here. We're gonna welcome them on. We have uh Charlie Reed, uh Trevor Roberts, and, and Brian Halen. Uh bring them on, Rob. Let's bring them all on at the same time here. Uh fellas, welcome. Welcome to Sweep the Rack. Uh, welcome to the show for the first time.
2: Hello. Thanks for having us on, man. What's up, you. guys. I'm going to try to move some
0: stuff around here. So while I'm doing this, I want to get yeah, you, out.
1: you- you do what you need to do, Rob. So, so guys, welcome. Uh, first we want to say, as we always do, we appreciate the time greatly. Uh, we're, we're really excited to have you guys on and welcome you on for the first time. Um, you know, as I said, I, I just reached out to some of the younger guys that I know, uh, in college bowling and asked them, Hey, do you know any guys? Cause I was looking through the, the rosters of these, uh, these regional competitions are going to take place. And I, you know, I, I saw all of your names and I've seen your names in other places. And uh, I reached out to some people that I know and asked them, hey, are, are these guys going out for the first time? They said that you were. So, uh, as we've done in the past, we definitely wanted to welcome you guys on so our, our fans, our listeners, and, and the bowling community in general can get to know you guys and uh, we can chop it up a little bit. So, uh, I'm, I'm just going to go kind of in in clockwise order from where I'm at. So we're going to have some questions for you guys here. Uh, Charlie will ask you to answer first, and then Trevor, and then uh, and then Brian. So Rob, I guess we'll start uh, with with bowling background. Though, uh, get get a little background from these guys. Where are you guys from? What's your bowling background? How did you get to this point of preparing to go out on uh, and compete in the PBA for the first time? Charlie, let's hear from you
3: um i'm from san antonio texas so down south um, i've been bowling since i was three pretty much so it's been it's basically all that i've ever done my whole life um uh, i ended up going to McKendree uh to go bowl collegiately for four years uh brian was my teammate there for those four years so i know a lot about brian over the last few years uh he won a national championship in 2018 and nice. that's pretty awesome. much. thank you uh pretty much uh All I've done is, I mean, after that break from COVID, I hadn't touched a ball in like five months or so. And I was barely bowling when it first came back because down here, everything's open. So we could, we could go bowl whenever we want. There's tournaments every weekend here. Uh, But I just recently started getting back into bowling about a month ago. And cause I was out in uh, California and I just practiced pretty much every day there. And it just got me back into wanting to compete and, here we are. I've been practicing ever since like nonstop.
1: Okay. So, uh, so you graduated from McKendree? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, what was your degree in?
3: Uh, computer information systems.
1: Mm, Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. And, uh, so, so to me, it kind of sounds like, you know, you, you were forced to take some time off because of covid and then when you got back into things kind of decided to to get your feet wet and uh and enter this yeah. tournament was there any was there any like determining factor in why you decided to uh to jump in the jump in the big boys pool
3: here uh you know it was just mainly like a like a confidence thing you know like college bowling is i mean it's the next step after youth bowling and it's a, it's a little different from just amateur stuff uh but i just felt like you know like i I have an opportunity to go out and do what I love at the biggest stage that you possibly could. So if I feel confident in myself, uh, why not give it a shot, you know?
1: Okay. All right. Good. Trevor, uh, welcome. Uh, Let's hear from you, man. Give us some of your background.
4: Um, So I'm from Florida. And uh, like Charlie, I've been bowling since a very young age. Um, But I didn't bowl for college. I pretty much went straight for the, uh, the regionals. And um, I won a doubles regional with Darby in 2015, I believe, late 2015. Um, And then 2016, I joined the PBA, started bowling regionals. I signed with Storm. And uh, I won the South Region Rookie of the Year in 2016. Um, And I think it was 2017 I started bowling the X-Frame events, the five or six they have for a national title. And uh, I did pretty well in all those. And fast forward to twenty uh, night or 2020, I uh, won a regional in October, a singles regional. So that was my second one. And uh, yeah, so 2021 is going to be a big year. Going to bowl pretty much the whole season whenever they announce it. And uh, of course, this is just the first one. So why not yeah. join the players and... See what I can do.
1: Okay, so so fair to say then that you know for for the most part since 2015, then you have kind of gotten some experience, but mostly as a regional player. Fair to say that?
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely. and
1: that's that. That was all in the South region as well.
4: Um. Yeah, I hold some of the X-frame stops that were in like Texas, um, Arkansas, some some in the Central. But yeah, for the most part, I just bowled all the regionals, and which is like 10 or 12 a year, maybe eight. Okay. And then but I jumped this, into the extra frame stops, yeah.
1: Okay, so this this event will, will be your first major, I, w- I would assume then?
4: Um, I bowled the U.S. Open in 2018.
1: Okay. All right, so that that first PBA That was the, PBA uh, the major invitation only. only, yeah. Okay. And how, how did you get the invitation to bowl that?
4: Um, I think it was through regional points, through okay. being in like the top five or ten in regional points.
1: Gotcha. Now I see somebody commenting in the chat saying, "Mr. Ball reviews Trevor Roberts." Are you are you a ball review guy on YouTube or something?
4: Yeah, uh, I just started the YouTube in like May, and I'm up to like 1100 subscribers. I'm pumping out the Storm Roto Grip ball reviews, so yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Rob I'm uh, try, trying
4: to grow the YouTube, you know. <laughs> I see Rob that. chomping
1: at the bit to say something. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, don't get Mike
0: uh don't get Mike started on the ball reviews because we always talk about how everybody thinks <laughs> ball reviews uh are like the greatest ball ever thrown. And you know, you always see these ball reviews getting oh, you you gotta get to the pro shop and drill this ball like yesterday because it's the greatest ball ever made. And we always bag <laughs> on the ball reviews because in our youtube uh, on, on our show here so you know yeah. if if you ever find yourself trevor like on a ball review and you're just like oh my god this ball is the greatest ball ever don't like look, let me or Mike see it because we, we might yeah, talk yeah, about it the next week
1: on yeah, the show. I might, yeah, <laughs> I might I might come on the show and like and highlight you as like a worst post of the week or something on the store message boards or something of that nature. So don't don't take offense if I do that. But the, hey, listen, we're equal opportunity haters over here because uh Rob's brother does ball reviews for Motive as well, and we hate on his shit as well. So we're no, we hate, hate on everybody. On I hate, hate on my
0: brother. But. All
1: right, so I hate on everybody. I hate on everybody yeah. equally. So all right. That's uh, good ball Years. He does. He does. He does. <laughs> yeah,
4: actually, I actually I see some of your tweets, Mike, and that that's funny. When you're like, I gotta, I gotta skip work, I gotta get that ball like yesterday. <laughs>
1: Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate that. All yeah, in good funny. fun. All in good fun. I, know, I you know. Obviously, I understand everybody's trying to promote their own thing out there. I get it. So I'm not hating on anybody. It's all in good fun. Uh, Brian, yeah, sure. welcome to the show, man. Welcome. We're, uh, we're excited to have you. Uh, same question, man. Give us your bowling background. Tell the people a little bit about yourself.
2: Uh, yeah. So just like the other two guys, um, I started at a young age. I think I started at about five years old. Um, and I was a military brat, actually, so I was moving around from place to place. Um, and so I started bowling in Japan and I was just kind of bowling in the youth leagues there. And then once I moved to the States, uh, started still bowling in leagues and stuff. And I didn't start bowling tournaments till I was about a junior or no sophomore in high school. And that's kind of where my, my love for the game kicked in is when I started bowling tournaments and, and stuff like that. Um, and then decided, you know, I wanted to go to college and bowl. So that's when I went to McKendree in 2016, um, and then my game kind of skyrocketed from there. I, uh, my first semester, my game kind of changed like that. And then I made junior team in 20 junior team USA in 2017 and 2018, and that was the same year we won nationals. Um, and so really, from there, that was kind of where I was like, okay, yeah, I think I can. You know, put some work in and be able to compete with the big guys out here. And, um, just like Trevor, I got invited to the first Invitational US Open, bowled, bold, terrible there. I mean, I bowled awful. Um, and then got invited to next year and then bowled again, bowled better. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's kind of where, I, where I'm at now. And, and, um, down, in, I'm from South Carolina. So down there, Bowling's kind of been open ever since probably June. And, you know, there's been tournaments every weekend, pretty much whether it's, uh, just a local one or, or one a few hours away or, or whatnot. So I've been uh, practicing quite a bit.
1: Okay. Excellent. So, uh, you mentioned your, your military background, you lived in Japan. That's obviously interesting. Any, any other interesting places that you lived along the way?
2: Uh, no, not really. Just because, uh, at that point that was about the the point my, my dad was going to retire. Uh, so he retired in Japan actually. So I didn't really get to go to any other cool places. Uh, I was in the States like for maybe six months when I was a, a small child and then we moved out there and then he retired. So,
1: okay. Rob's, uh, Rob's brother wants to know, uh, any differences you can point out between, Bowling in Japan and bowling in the States here?
2: Uh, Well, see, where I bowled on base, so it was kind of similar to what it's like, you know, over here. But once you bowled, you know, in Tokyo or whatever, you know, areas like that, it was kind of different. You know, bowling alleys were different, Um, but I didn't really get to bowl too much, you know, outside of the base. Um, That was kind of where I bowled a lot of the time.
1: Was there any – my question it would be, like, was there any higher-level bowling instruction over there available to you at that time, or were you kind of just learning on your own?
2: I was just kind of learning on my own, Um, you know, having my dad bowling in the league and stuff. You know, I just kind of practiced with him and stuff like that. I didn't really try to, you know, get higher-level work or anything like that. I was just kind of bowling for the fun of it at that point, but –
1: Okay. And uh, did you graduate from McKendree as well? I did, yep. All right. What is your degree in? Uh, business administration. Okay. All right. So, uh, it, Rob, interesting introductions here. Here's what I take away from this. These guys are all young guys. They're all, they're all getting their feet wet at the, at the major national level for the first time, it seems like. But with that said, uh, these are three young guys who have a lot of experience, Rob. I can I can tell that already, right? You hear you hear some of the stuff they've bowled, you hear some of the experiences they've had. You know, Brian and Charlie won a national title together. Trevor is bowled in a couple US opens and has some regional titles, which is super impressive for somebody his age. Trevor, how old are you?
4: Uh twenty-four.
1: Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, it's awful I young. Probably look I a, a lot younger, younger than
0: that. Okay. So wait, all right. Huh? So here's here's my question is um did any of you guys ever have any like I guess start maybe with Charlie and this is a weird question, but uh, and this is kind of out, out of nowhere. Um, any, any action bowling growing up is 16, 17, 18, or is that kind of just like me living back in the, in, in, in the nineties, because that's where I got a lot of my experience bowling one-on-one for, for, for lots of money in, in New York city. Um, and I know Mike, you know, we were always involved as juniors bowling for money, even though we shouldn't have, and we probably for- should have forfeited all of our scholarship. Um, <laughs> So any of you guys have any experience bowling, a really like gritty like action?
3: Uh, they were around. Uh, they would do them here when I was around that age. Uh, I had just moved up to adults at like 17. So uh, I, I wanted no part of it because in my head I was like, oh, I can't compete with that with all that money. Uh, but they used to do like uh, they used to schedule matches like uh, in a month from now. And they'll put like five thousand dollars on the line or something like that. And they'll just go head to head, best of seven, and they'll allow like trash talking and they'll just allow uh like side bets as well. But uh I never got involved with that stuff, uh just because I there was no shot that I was gonna beat any of those guys at probably my age.
0: Gotcha. Trevor, what do you th- I know you were you're in Florida, right? You ever get you ever mix it up with Tom Doherty down there? I know you said you bowled with him. But you know,
4: no, I've never bowled <laughs> against it really. Um, obviously in regionals or whatnot, but no, there's not too much uh betting going on down in Florida. Like that's these guys down state. here, they don't, yeah, they don't want to bowl for action, really. It's
0: a sad state, no. It's sad. Brian. No, huh? You see, that's the difference. And and, and me and Mike, and, and we talk about this a lot where we, where, where we grew up, it, it was a part of everyday life, like me bowling pot games and action pretty much every night, every day of the week where, where I grew up. And then like, that's where you get all my experience. So it's just such a different way you guys grew up compared to like how me and Mike grew up. And, and we're only like, I'm, I'm only 39. Like you talked to a lot of like the 50 and 60 year old guys that grew up in the East coast. That's a whole nother level of action bowling, you know?
1: Yeah. But Rob, can I make a point here in this conversation? Like, Yes, we had a different upbringing in the game of bowling. I would agree with that than these guys have. But but listen to some of the stuff. Listen to some of the experiences that these guys have gotten to have that we never got to have. Right? Like, I mean to, to be able to bowl an adult tournament or a regional or, you know, a U.S. open. I mean, at the age when, when we were 16 or 17 or 18, when we, you know, I mean, we were bowling it, I would say at a very high level at that time, but to be able to go have an experience like that would have been absolutely mind blowing to us at that time. And today, I mean, I have to say like for guys like this that are at a pretty high level and, and have been for a while, you know, as young bowlers, um, it's not that uncommon, I don't think. You know, so I, I know it's a grass is always greener on the other side. But listen, if I had to choose, I I would choose to come up under their experience as opposed to ours. I think you're well, going to get, get a lot better.
0: The college bowling, the college bowling programs are on a whole other level these days than when sure. you went to. Um, Yeah, that's where the lane
1: lane conditions and what you see and the variance of what you see. I mean, yeah, like these guys are so so much more well prepared uh, for what they're going to see at the higher levels than uh, than we were. You know, so uh, so yeah, interesting, interesting to hear about you guys and and your backgrounds and uh, and where you guys are from. So. Um, I know, I know. You know. Listen, this is the this is what the people want to know, right? So they they want to be introduced to you guys. So when you blow up, they can say, "Hey, I heard about them on Sweep the Rack" uh, when, before anybody knew about them. So, all right, we have some we have some off the cuff questions for you guys because that's how we do things here, at Sweep the Rack. Uh, when you guys blow up and you win your titles and you continue to come back, you know, because here's what, if you don't know already, here's what happened. Sweep the Rack has the touch of gold, do we not, Rob? Anybody oh, yeah. who Absolutely. comes on this show
0: book we talk it. about book that shit. <laughs> even if even if we crack, talk shit too.
1: on you, right, we talk shit on you, that still means you're gonna bowl good. Okay. Oh, so yeah, right. It. It's it's the sweep the rack touch. So when you guys have some success and you come back here, uh, you know, we'll 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 remind you of all this, but uh we, and you'll get to know us better. But, yeah, we, we like to keep it light, and we have some off-the-cuff questions for you guys. So I'll start. Rob's going to chime in from time to time. Uh, here's what I would like to know first. Uh, it, it, you're going to you know, be bowling in your first major national event for the PBA Tour here coming up in a couple of weeks. You go down to your pair to set up to bowl, right? You have your your pair assignment. You look at the guys that you're bowling with. uh who on that? Who's the bowler on that list that you might be paired with? That if you're paired with that person, you you might shit your pants. You know, I always used to say this to Bill O'Neill, like when he was a young bowler. Like I, one time he had the bowl against Walter Ray on the same pair, and I told him, like Bill, if I had the bowl with Walter Ray on the same oh, pair, I'd shit wow. my pants. I'd shit my pants <laughs> if I had the bowl with Walter Ray on the same pair. So I'm asking you the same question, Charlie. I'll start with you. Who is it? Uh, probably by far Pete Weber. Okay. All right. Yeah. Answer, Rob likes that answer. Trevor, Trevor, who you got?
4: Um, I mean, at the US Open, I uh, crossed with Walter Ray. So that was kind of cool. But like mm. with those guys, you don't want to piss them off because they're serious. Like, yeah. So that's kind of scary. But I say Norm Duke, even though I've met Norman, I've, I've done a clinic with him. He's still like my idol growing he's, up. So he is.
2: he's
0: still
4: my he's, he's always been my idol as a kid too. I love that guy. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully I get paired up with him because he lives down in Florida. So
1: interestingly we'll enough, found out on Sweep the Rack, he's also a handyman. Also owns some apartments and is a handyman. So that's pretty interesting yeah. as well. Brian, yeah. who you got? Who who do you not want to see on your on your pair list?
2: I, I gotta go with uh probably norm it's got to be between norm and belmo um like trevor i've bowled with quite a few of the guys like i've been paired with pete before i've been paired with prather before but uh, i've never been paired with norm before so that'd probably be the one to make me you know like shit my pants type of moment right there (laughs) how about
0: do what happened to me at the world series uh i crossed with tarrell owens for five days oh so, man that would be yeah that would be great right there <laughs> fuck my bear up because he was playing 30 with a 500 grit I,
2: It was cool there's <laughs> a love hate relationship with that
0: yeah i'm like you're, you're awesome you're gonna be a hall you're a hall famer buck man you're fucking my
4: shit up man
1: <laughs> no love no love from rob on that all right next question for me here uh you know there might be some hazing involved right you go to these events you're the new guy kind of you know people they these guys especially you know some of the more well established guys they might want to try and you know push your buttons in some way play a joke on you too so let's say belmo comes up to you and says hey mate uh i need you to carry my bags to the paddock for me uh how are you going to deal with that what's your answer going to be charlie how are you handling that
3: charlie uh Man, I I would never do that. Uh, I'd respectfully <laughs> tell him no and laugh at that. That's a good one, but I don't think I would. I don't. I don't care who you are, honestly. Like I, you're you're a grown man. You could take your own stuff. Like you don't need help.
0: <laughs> I love
3: it. Right, son. That's right. That's that <laughs> Texas attitude. I love it, yeah. Trevor.
1: Trevor, how you? How, I I mean, I see I see the storm shirt, Trevor. I don't know if that influences your answer or not, but how you how you handle in that situation.
4: Like how I mean, got. Yeah, I got I got a lot of respect for Belmo, and you know he's probably the best in the world right now. But I mean, I got my own bags to carry, so I don't think that's happening. <laughs> good,
1: good way out. Good way out. Tell him I got my own stuff. Brian, what do you think?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm on the same page as them, man. I I don't think I could do it either. Uh, with even though how much I I love watching Belmo and how much I respect him, I don't think I could do it either. Uh, man, even I'm being so a rookie funny. out there. I would do it because,
0: man, I'm trying, to get a, I'm trying to get a free ball. <laughs> I'm and not going like, to front. I'm going to trend, man. That's, I, you know, I just carried your shit across the oh, I'm yeah, not going to front.
1: And listen, I, I really ain't scared of anybody, but I'm not going to front. If, if, Rob, when we were younger and we were these guys' age, if I went out on tour and Pete Weber came up to me and said, yo, I need you to take my shit to the <laughs> paddock, no bullshit. No bullshit. I would have dropped whatever I had in my hands, picked his shit up, and ran to the paddock. I would have ran his shit to the – like, not walk, not like dilly-dally, like ran his shit to the paddock, came back. I would have told him, like, sir, your stuff's in the paddock. It's right here. This is where it is. I mean, so listen, you know, if you would have told me, hey, I'm going to respect the goat and I'm going to, you know, I- I'm, I'm going to do what he asked me to do, I wasn't going to hate on that at all because I probably would have done the same thing. All right uh rob you're up go ahead you got a question for them rob wants to take it in a different direction here
0: all right so i guess my question here is first off uh are you guys are any guys married you guys single what's what's your stat? because that's kind of where i'm going with the next question
3: <laughs> uh I, I i'm dating someone
0: okay but that doesn't mean anything Trevor, <laughs> what about you? no i'm single man i'm single brian
2: I've been I'm in a relationship.
0: All right. That as long as you guys don't have a ring on your finger, you could answer this next question, <laughs> right.
4: So here it is,
0: right? You make your first show, right? It's the Players' Championship, right? You run the ladder, you bowl 300 in your final match to win the 250K, right? That's like the ultimate dream, right? You just won a major, you won the title and you won 300, 250,000, right? What do you do with that night to celebrate? And how is that going to be looking with the girl situation? Because look, well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Part of me always wanting to make a bowling show was to get in with the ladies. Man, you got some, you, know, you got some clout, man. When you make the numbers, right, like I mean, that's that's what's up, yo. You don't got to do any of the work; they all come to you. So, Charlie, what are you doing that night after you you bowl three hundred to win the major, two hundred fifty k?
3: I mean, I'm probably gonna splurge a little, to be honest. Like it's your first one, like you're at a whole new high. You know, you're just gonna, you're gonna want to like live it up that night, honestly. But lady, ladies wise, ah, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're to you. I'm get in trouble, Mike. He's, nah, he, in, nah, just, nah, he's a loyal he's man. Watching,
0: he's a loyal he's man. He's, right smart. He's, he's smart. He's <laughs> smart and loyal. If you're in a different zip code and she's not there, you know. That's, oh,
1: that's- stop, Rob. <laughs> now, you, <laughs> now you, Come on now. Come on now.
0: You, bro, yo, uh, Robert knows, man. Bowling has groupies. I'll tell you some stories back in the 80s heard from some of the guys. Bowling, I, some- bowling, <laughs> I don't yeah. think
1: Bowling has the groupies that these young guys want any kind of part of, Rob, to be clear. So maybe all maybe right? We'll you know,
0: Maybe we'll be able to get these girls now to pay attention to these guys. Trevor, man. You're you're the single one. Come on, give me something. What are you doing that night? Two hundred fifty k. You bought three hundred. You beat Belmonte by a hundred to win
4: the, to win a major. Like, what are you doing? I mean i I know some drinks are gonna be uh, put down that's for sure. <laughs> um, you get some bottles. You get tables. What you come on? You're inviting all your you crew out. What are you doing? I don't know I'm not much of the the club type, but maybe that night that might be an. Ex- there that's yeah that's a big accomplishment Uh, right there don't forget about your boys here i'm coming down man oh yeah i'll invite you down sure and then on the second part second part of the question uh you asked about the groupies (laughs) and obviously i've never made a show before but like this last six months i've been going a lot better i gotta say there's some uh there's some girls coming my way that I didn't expect. So
2: Dude,
1: I'm the, you ladies, it's true,
2: the ladies
0: love the rev rate. They love
4: the oh, rev yeah, rate. The, the 380 rev rate, they love it.
0: Dude, the higher rev rate, the more women you get, trust me. I went to college, with Bill, So I, I, I know all about how you girls get, how we like the rev rates. Brian, what are you doing that night, man? 250k, you just you just hit it.
2: Rob I'm gonna be honest with you man I'm, I'm probably gonna I would fly my girl out there and we'd probably enjoy the night together you know with some friends we'd probably go out to the strip club together honestly <laughs> uh, to be honest with you I mean that's that's both on our bucket list so you know that'd be something we'd enjoy and and uh you know let's see where the night takes us from there but you know I definitely enjoy it for sure you know how many singles you can get with 250k? I don't know why i do the math oh, yeah. right
0: now. That's a lot of singles. <laughs> <laughs> Rob wants to see pictures with stacks of money next to your heads. Like,
1: oh my god.
0: James, you'd be like future. Be like.
1: <laughs> this is off the rails. Oh, yeah. This is off the rails at this point. All right. I gotta I gotta bring this back. I have to bring this back some somewhere within the realm of acceptability. Uh, I wanna know what. Uh, what's you, if you make a show? We see you guys on a show. What uh, what entrance song or strike song can we expect to hear from you guys? Give us a a background on your uh music taste here, Charlie.
3: No, uh, I haven't really given it much thought, honestly. I kind of forgot that was a thing. Uh, not gonna lie, but it'd probably be something from uh Kevin Williams. You know, you gotta support him.
1: Hmm. You know? Okay, All his, right.
3: I'd support him, and that'd be my strike song. One of his songs for sure. Okay, I feel you on that. Trevor, what do you got?
4: Uh, So that's something I have been thinking about just because I think that's coming up soon is making a show, but uh, I don't know the exact song, but it's got to be like Eminem or Drake or something. So like a legend, like two of my favorites. So that's what I'm thinking at least.
1: Okay,
2: I like, I like Brian. So I'd probably have to go with... uh something like i don't i'm like Trevor i don't know the exact song but it'd probably be something from uh Metallica or like Linkin Park i would need something to like pump me up you know Ooh. but i think i would it would be a hard decision for me cuz i'd i'd like to do something like Charlie like Kevin's my boy dude so i'd like to i'd like to shout him out you know have him as my strike song
1: okay excellent excellent uh so listen guys we uh we want to thank you again for for coming on uh and, and we hope we hope that our our listeners and uh our people here because sweet sweep the rack is the is the bowling podcast of the people so we wanted to bring you on so the people could get to know you a little bit uh we want to wish you guys uh safe travels and, and good bowling uh and a great season uh you know and, and we hope it's a full season right rob i mean the schedule's a little bit up in the air right now um but i hope you guys get to go out and uh and really have a great Uh, first experience on the on the big tour and on the national tour uh good luck to you guys uh check back in with us you're welcome back to the show anytime you got my info uh just hit me up if you do something good you will be the first people you'll probably hear from because we're going to (laughs) want to have you back on so uh good luck
0: really bad too
1: (laughs) that's true this is very true you should we dumpster dive. We dumpster dive a lot around here. So if I see you at the very bottom, we might hit you up as well and say, hey, come on and talk about this bad experience that you had because we do that here too. So, uh, guys, listen, again, thank you for the time. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, if you guys need anything from us uh, through, throughout the way, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. And, and, and when you see Bill O'Neill out there at some point, um, uh, on us he owes you a cup of coffee or a couple drinks when you see him out there uh before yeah, we let you cool, go dude. though before we let you go though you know you guys are, are stepping into the professional realm so we want to officially you know treat you as professionals here uh as we do on sweep the rack so uh any sponsors anybody you guys want to shout out anybody that's supporting your career uh that you guys want to recognize before we get you out of here charlie
3: uh just a huge shout out to to Motive. Uh, I just recently signed with them. So, uh, nice, Brett, it's a great guy. I love him. He's freaking hilarious. Uh, just thankful for him and everything he's done. And Coolwick as well. I just also recently signed with Coolwick. So, big shout outs to uh, everyone there who's working for them. Uh, I I really appreciate all their support that they've given me in this like week or two. So it it doesn't go uh, unnoticed.
1: And congratulations on uh, on those signings as well. Trevor, yeah. how about you?
4: So, yeah, obviously on the shirt here, Storm and Turbo. Um, I think this is my fifth year with Storm, fourth with Turbo. So, uh, yeah, I've been using that a lot. So, thank you, Ralph. Thank you, uh, Carolyn Ordallard. And got something in the works with uh, Bolify, I think. So, I think we'll have some new jerseys coming out for Bolify. Um, yeah, and then got the YouTube, of course. So, Trevor Roberts on YouTube.
1: Yeah, just plug it. Let the people good, know.
4: So. Is that is that yeah, what they Trevor should start Roberts. for?
1: Trevor Roberts. Okay. Yeah, right. and then I see look
4: for the uh, meme up there.
1: I see Charlie Tapp saying to me that that I need to ask you about your top five must haves. What is this about?
4: Top hey, five uh, bowling balls.
1: He said, Trevor, give Mike a list of your top five must haves. Is that what he's referring to, bowling
4: balls? Uh, I don't know. Charlie, might let us too. know. Probably. Charlie,
1: Charlie, tap in the chat. Yeah, yeah let us does. know, Charlie. I'll catch up with you on that one. All right, Brian, <laughs> uh, who's 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 supporting you out there, Brian?
2: Yeah, so I uh, I just signed a, a deal with Motive as well this new year. Um, I was with Rotogrip for four years, um, and uh, they did you know believable job with everything you know the four years, um, and I can't thank them enough. But um, yeah, so just recently signed with Motive. Um, just like Charlie said, Brett's awesome, um, and I, I couldn't be more excited to get started with them. Um, I like to shout out Vice and Coolick as well. Um, they I've been with them for four years now as well. Um, so and got some new stuff cooking up with Coolwick, So I can't wait for that to come out. Okay. That's amazing,
0: dude. Good Motive, man. Signing all this. Motive getting on the young bulls, Mike. They're getting, getting the young money. guys, man. Getting getting the young on guys. guys. That's the way yeah, to do it. Your company Storm and Motive are- Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, Smart move by Motive, so that the evil empire can come in and steal them later when they have two, three, or four titles and make a few shows. But that's a that's another conversation for another time. I I discussed that on Twitter this week. It wasn't it wasn't a popular opinion, but quite frankly, I don't give a shit because it's true. But uh, whatever, we can we can get into that another time. These are all the reasons why I'll never have a ball deal. But, again, I, I don't really give a shit, so it doesn't really matter. All right, guys, uh, again, listen, we want to thank you guys for the time. Appreciate you coming on. Good luck. Safe travels. Great bowling. We'll look for you guys to do big things, and uh, either way, we'll welcome you back. So uh, take it easy. Good luck, and uh, we'll be watching fellas. Thank you. All right,
0: thank
4: you. I appreciate it, man. All right. No
1: doubt. rob rob we love the young but i love the young bulls rob i do i i Dude, like, as, i mean look, as much as i like having on the legends of the game that we did early in the in in the podcast right and people can go check that out i, I really like having on the young guys i do
0: look it gives me a good excuse to talk about like we, we talked about strip bars and making it rain i mean that's all on <laughs> my alley mike like you know, you want to talk about their goals and like their bowling, and I want to talk about strip clubs and parties, and I want to talk about stuff that people want to hear about. We want to hear about what they're going to do with that two hundred fifty k when they win. I mean, you know, listen, I, I also
1: asked them if they would shit their pants if they bowled with certain people. So like, it's not—it's not like I'm Dan
0: Rather over
1: here or something. Okay, right. so
0: now real quick before we get into the PBA Players Championship review, entrance song, right? What is your? Because look, like. I've been thinking about it. Like, what would my entrance song be? Right. Like, and it's such a tough decision. Cause there's so many good songs, but Mike, I'll start with mine. Ready? It would, it would be a choice of two. It'd be Nas, New York state of mind. Right. Cause I, I feel like that's maybe one of the best rap songs, like at least from the East coast that, that came out. And, uh, Tupac, two of America's most, or America's most wanted, you know, with Tupac and Dre and stuff. I feel like that would be, kind of kind of hype but Mike you're a big you're a big rap guy I know you're a big music guy so it's
1: too, it's too hard for me bro it hard,
0: right?
1: honestly I would it, it would be something different for me every week be a different song you know, right? be, it would really be based on the mood that I'm in that day and the mindset that I'm in that day like music music was always a big part of like motivation for me and mindset you know this like you drove to a lot of tournaments with me so yeah, yeah, i was Wu-Tang. always bumping Wu-Tang. yeah wu-tang or, or dmx Wu-Tang. like something something you know hype something that, that got you in that kill mode you know so yeah it would definitely be something along those lines but uh yeah but, okay yeah, it, too too hard for me to say no,
0: frank sinatra frank sinatra That i mean that's that's off the link That too was like back then, rocky. for me rocky came out to something like that in rocky balboa but I don't know what this guy's talking about here. Village people, come on, man. Get it together over there. Sports bowling productions. If that's the music you're using in your productions, I'm probably no one's probably watching it. So uh, anyway, let's get, let's get to the PBA Players Championship, Mike. We're going to go over two reasons tonight, um, meaning we're going to go and talk about the rosters, uh, like how they look, how they're shaped, uh, who we think maybe is going to come out of it, uh and you know talk about first so mike let's talk about the good old east region i figured we'll start with the east because guess what you know east side. I, got choose, I got to choose the coast i got to choose the east you yeah, know i live out there so don't go there but that doesn't mean i can't rest in the west anyway so we're going to talk about east and we're going to talk about west east coast west coast it's going to be like tupac biggie all over again in this in this last 15 minutes so mike how do you want to start this East coast? Uh, we got,
1: so when I, when I looked at the list, right? So I, I, me and you, we took some time to look at the list and, you know, we kind of, we kind of did like our own breakdown. So to me, I, I, I thought about this list in terms of categories, right? And, uh, I looked at each regional list and, and I came up with four different categories and those categories were, uh, players that I consider to be locks in those regions. Okay. And when I say locks, I mean, I mean, they're making that top. They're making that first show. Okay.
0: How could anybody be a lock in 96 bowlers for a top five? Well,
1: I think, I think when you hear the people that I have listed in that category, you'll understand why I have them listed there. Then the next, the next category that I had was, was players that it wouldn't surprise me at all if they made the top five. In 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 that particular region, then I had a list of players that I would probably consider long shots for that region. You know, dark horses, if if you want to refer to them that way. But again, like when I'll tell you what, Rob, when I was putting this list together, you want to know what I was thinking about? It sucks balls that we can't bet on this shit. It sucks, man. Like I want to be able to bet futures on the PBA results. Like, I want to be able to go on now and get odds on some of these guys that I have on my long shots list to make the show or win the first show and put some money on on these. You know, this is this is why you need betting on bowling in a serious way. OK, not just in the, in the, in the, in the uh, trial type ways that they've done it thus far. You know, you need it in a in a real way. OK, but anyway, that's the breakdown I gave. And then the last category to me, if I don't mention the person's name to me, it would just be field odds, Rob, where that, you okay. know, there's there's plenty, so, there's obviously plenty of this pe- people in this field where, you know, if you're choosing to bet on that person, it would be field odds.
0: OK, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the metrics real quick of this region. I'm not going to say any names. I'm just going to go through the metrics. OK, so what I did is I went through the roster and and I broke down the roster for the East region into, and I did this with every region, and I'm going to do this for all five regions when we talk about it. I did it through top 25 in money earnings, top 25 to 50 in money earnings, and then uh, the field. So really what it came down to, Mike, is there's three players that were in the top 25 of money earnings in this region. Uh, There were seven players in a 25 to 50 uh, region of earnings money and then the rest of it was the field. So pretty much 10 bowlers in the top 50 of money earnings and eighty uh eighty six uh were field players, right? That were rest of the field. So looking at compared to a lot of the other regions, Mike, and looking at the roster, when I originally thought this was going to be a weak field, it's really not. I, I feel like this is actually a pretty strong field, um, just my opinion. So, you know, uh, compared to I mean, I, it's not definitely let's just put it like this. It's definitely not the weakest region out of out of the five, um, because one, as of right now, it's filled. Some of the regions aren't even. filled. Well, bowlers yeah, right. that, that's that's a fair
1: argument about the numbers. I would agree with that. Um, I I don't know, though. I have to say I think that a lot of people would disagree about. The, the East region not being the weakest region. And I, I think when you you hear some of the ways that I broke these regions down, um, like, for instance, in the two regions that we're going to look at uh, tonight, you know, in East region, I really only have two players that to me are locks, you know, that, that if they don't make it, I would be surprised if they're not. But let me let me just make a comparison. In the West region that we're going to talk about in a couple minutes, minutes, uh, I have, I have a possibility of five player. players, right? I have a right? So, right. when you look at those two regions, what's the stronger region? I mean, I'd rather bowl in the region where there is only two locks as opposed to where there is five locks, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it is. You are right. So, mm-hmm. so let's uh, let's let's talk let's talk about who I have in these categories here, right? And you can kind of evaluate yeah. what I have. So, in the East region, as the locks, I have uh, O'Neill and Troop. Okay. So it's the only two guys in that region to jump off the page to me. And I say, all right, if those two guys aren't in that top five at the end of 24 games, I believe it is for the weekend, I'm going to be pretty surprised. I'm going to be pretty surprised if those guys aren't in that top five. Okay. Then okay. I had my no surprise list. All right. Here was my no surprise list. Uh, Patrick Gerrard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Zach, Zach Wilkins, mm-hmm. uh, Chris, Chris Vi, Michael Tang, Matt O'Grady, B.J. Moore, and, and and then three more people: Brad Angelo, Jason Sterner, and Danielle McEwen. And I'll be honest, Rob, I considered, I considered putting Brad Angelo and Danielle McEwen both in the lock category for this region. Oh, now, wow. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't because I thought eh, it's a little, it's a little bit. But let me tell you something, Rob. If I could get decent odds, like the odds wouldn't be that good for the lock category, right? But if I could get decent odds on a Danielle McEwen to make the top five out of this region, I would put some serious money on on a bet like that because it wouldn't surprise me one bit if somebody like her, solid as a rock, a lot of experience, high-level experience, has bowled against the guys before and all that, wouldn't surprise me if she ends up there at the end. All right, then I had the long shots, Rob. Uh, Zeke Bate. Parker Bone, can't believe, can't believe I'm putting Parker Bone in a long shot
0: category. I mean, come on, he, you know, if, if it was a PBA 50 player championship, it would be a different story. Well, I mean, it's like,
1: also the lefty. It's also the lefty aspect, Rob. Like, I, okay. it's hard for me to, to, point. to, you know.
0: One of my right, players just, that I think can't be slept, slept on at all because he's like probably the strongest lefty in the field is Anthony Pepe. And Michael Martel, right? I mean, right. They're,
1: they're both they're both on my long shots list, but yeah, I put but
0: them the on the, good.
1: I know I put them on the long shots list, thinking, well, what are the chances that the left's going to be that good? That you know. Uh, so I, listen, I understand where you're. I, if if <laughs> Rob again, if we could bet on this, yeah. I'd have money on all three of those names.
0: Peter, all Pepe three of those. Play, names. Think about if Pepe could play five for twenty games all weekend. I know,
1: and no. imagine, imagine if you got him at eighty to one. I know, eighty to one to make the show, or, or sixty to one to make the show. I mean, that's a you know, okay. So I got Zeke, bait, Parker, Bone, Graham, Fah, uh, Machu- Mike, Machuga, Rob, Machuga. coming out, coming right. out of the woodwork, coming out of the woodwork for this, right? Uh, Michael Martel. Anthony Nyer, young guy, young guy. We reached out to him, Rob, to try and get him on for the rookie show. He didn't get back to us maybe next week. We'll see.
0: Brandon Novak, back.
1: Back, Rob. Tell me you wouldn't want to put some money on him, I that would. that's a guy who I if would. he starts striking, forget about He's it. Required. Okay. Uh, Matt, Matt Ogle. Matt Ogle, Ogle Rob. Okay. Ogle. Greg Ostrander, Anthony Peppy, Jake Rollins, Ryan Schaefer, Andrew Soscriba, Danny Wiseman, Paluzic, and Ostrander. I all had his long shots, and then everybody else would, to me, would have been the field there.
0: Yeah, I feel like I think you're right on with O'Neal and Troop. I might even put, um, like, v- like via, via to be like in top ten. Like, I feel like he's earned that. And BJ Moore, yeah, but top, his, top ten doesn't get you there. I know, top but I'm just like, look, like at this point, like all you really want to be is in the top ten until like the last like eight games, and then you can make your run. Um, but. I think you're. I mean, look, you're on point with those. Like, because there's only 96 bowlers, right? So there's, you know, you we could say half the field is going to be likely, but oh like, god, look, I like, wish I could bet on this, man. I know. I, I know. wish I, I
1: wish I could get real odds on I some of probably, these surprises and long shots. Yeah, you know,
0: I really like you would probably get really good odds. Good odds on uh, Matt O'Grady. You get a really good odds on a Jason Sterner, right? Who you know, is, is these guys are players, and then uh, you know, BJ Moore is another one you'd probably get good odds on too, because he's not really well, too to, young, to, so. to,
1: to win or to make the show, right? Make like to show. Make, yeah. yeah, to make the show is an easier bet, right? Imagine the odds yeah. you'd be able to get on somebody like a uh, like a like a Matt Ogle or a Mike Machuga to make the show. Yeah, you know? I like those bets. I like those Maybe. bets for fifty or a hundred dollars there. So, man, okay, so PBA, you know. Like we, you know, we, we I, I, get the betting thing together. Come on, man. I let's know.
0: go on that. So, anyway, let's let's move on to the west, unless you have anything else on the east, because I, I, I'll, I'll go through my players for the west because you went right. through yours. For the east. Uh, top 25 in money earnings in this is five compared to the three in the east, right? Which is a big deal because you said there's only five going to the show, and then you're dealing with five in the top. 25 in money earnings in this. Uh, and then you only have one player that's in the 25 to 50 that were in the uh, 2020 earnings compared to seven that were in from the East region, right? And then the rest is field. And as of now, the only 69 entries. Now, the deadline is in two days. So we could be looking at, you know, 20, some 25 or six more entries by the 8th. But um, Belmo, simonson right darren tang jacob buttriff marshall kent right those are the five that are in the top 25 money earnings now buttriff to me is i would probably put him more of a lock than anything because in a 20 game tournament he's gonna find a way to strike i just have that confidence in him i really do um especially in like a regional type setting mike this kid wins regionals like it's you know, JBT's right. So I kind of feel like this is in his wheelhouse. Cause it's kind of a regional type. Like tournament. I
1: had Belmo and Simo as the two locks in this region. But I'm, I'm going to be honest though. Listen, let, let me finish. Yeah. I also had butt Marshall Kent and da- and Darren Tang on that list as yeah. locks, but you know, much. I had no, I thought, but listen, if I if I have five locks, I'm basically saying here's the top five. Now I
4: know, but I, think of this like I
1: would bet again, Rob. I would put in a parlay bet. Okay, I would put in a parlay bet of Belmo, Butriff, Kent, Simo, Darren Tang, all to make the top five, and I wouldn't mind riding some money on that parlay bet.
0: Look, well, here, here's the interesting thing, though, is like Rhino Page was 50, right? And right. Lefty, and then here's my honorable player mentions, right? Andrew Kane, P.J. Haggerty, shout outs if you're still watching, P.J. Uh, Haugen, right? Dude, don't sleep on Mike Haugen, man. I'm telling you. Uh, David Haynes, uh, if the left side is good, Wesley Lowe could strike. Could well, okay, I had on my, let me go,
1: on my no surprise, I then had Buttriff, Kent, Darren Tang, Missy Parkin, Rhino yeah. Page, Wesley Lowe, and Sam Cooley. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if any of those people end yeah. up in the top but five. The group, right. Long shots. I had Dio Bernard, this young okay. bull. The yeah. young bull, right? He's too young to bring him on the show, Rob. I think he's still a teenager. He's still in high yeah, school. Or so.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. We we gotta wait until they're at least like 18. Uh Dio Bernard, Andrew Kane, long shot. PJ Haggerty, I had long shot. Uh Michael Haugen, I had his long shot. Rob, I'd love some some eighty to one odds on Michael Haugen to make the show here, bro. Give me a hundred. Give me a hundred bucks on that. As a matter yeah. of fact,
0: yeah. Give me a, hund- give me a give it hunch it. on Michael you 100 Haugen. 100 at, you don't think it would be eighty to one? Uh, they, it's. I think if they really, if it was a legit sport, they would maybe. But usually, the um the sports books won't go that deep into the odds. They might go like thirty five to forty to one, and then do a field. Like bet, like odds. You know what I mean? Like eighty to one. I don't like, think forty to one. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Like usually, like if you look at golf odds, they'll give you odds like for maybe twenty or thirty players, and then they give a field bet because they're not going to give you odds on like a a, a long shot. But, this, but my this,
1: my bets my bets in the West region would be the parlay bet for the five to make the show. I might even mix in a couple of my no surprise lists in with that for top five there do a couple different parlays and then I would have some money on uh, a Michael Haugen, a PJ Haggerty, uh a Dio Bernard, a Jake Peters to possibly make the show. Cause I wouldn't be surprised by any of those guys either. I mean PJ Haggerty was a regional player of the year out there. So like, no. you know, I, right. wouldn't Here's
0: surprise an argument. And we we kind of touched on it earlier. Would you rather bowl a region like the East region that has ninety-six bowlers and that has three top 25 earners, seven top 50 earners, so 10 in the top 50 earners, right? Or would you rather bowl a region that has 69 players but five are in the top 25 in earnings, right? Um, You're bowling, uh, essentially, if it's finished right now the way it is, you're bowling, what, 27 less entries, but the field is a lot stronger at the top so it's an interesting argument right like if me personally if i'm if i'm going to bowl and i'm bowling for only five spots i rather bowl the west region and i rather take my chance with 27 less bowlers just cuz it's a numbers game and i would rather have to beat 27 less bowlers for a fifth spot than have to bowl against uh you know 96 entries and try to make the top five it's just a a, a numbers play right and hope that someone like a a sin or a Buttriff has an off day and then you know you got you know and just hope you could make the show based on one of the top five earners having an off day um or you know if i'm a lefty or hoping the left side is really good because if you're in the east region mike Dude, the left, there aren't really any really strong lefty players that are well known. Like there could be, you know, people in this, you know, region that we don't know about that are great players that uh, we aren't talking about. But as for like lefties that I know and you know, what, there's only, you know, Anthony Pepe, Parker Bone, and Michael Martel are the three lefties out of 96 bowlers that I, I could just look at and say, oh, well, that's a solid lefty. Right. So, if that's a lefty-friendly house, Mike, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm I, to 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 answer your question though. For me, I'd
1: rather bowl in the region that has the less uh, really strong players in it. Oh, yeah, that, that that's just me. Like, I'd rather bowl in the East region where you know there's there's really to me only two spots are locked up. And, and you got three spots available, then go out to the West region where, you know, you got five heavy hitters out there that if they all bowl to their capability, you're, you're probably not going to not not, you know, you're not going to compete with them.
0: Here's the thing though: you would imagine. Look, if you're in the top 50 in earnings on the PBA tour, you're a player. OK, if you're in the top 50, you're a player. Are you, though? Are you, though? Yes. I mean, yes. Mike. At that
1: level, though, I know to me and you, to me and you, they are. But, but at that level, are they, Rob? I'll be honest with you. Like I was looking at the Flow Bowling Rankings that are coming out throughout this week that that that, that uh, Lucas is doing. Shout to Lucas. Shout to Flow. Um, honestly, Rob, like it seems to me that there's a really small sect of great, great bowlers right now, and I'm talking about Belmo, Bill, EJ Tackett, uh, uh. Belmo, Bill, EJ, Tackett, Chris Prather—I'd put on that list. I'd probably put Sean Rash on that list, possibly as well. And then Rob, I got to be honest. After that, I feel like it's a little bit of a drop off, you know. Until until somebody like Kyle Troop starts winning on a regular base, I'd say he's next. Simo as well. Until it's more regular, right? Where where the the winning is regular, it's like a Player of the Year they're competing for. I really think that there's there's somewhat of a drop off when you get to that next level. And then when you get to the level below that, I feel like there's an even bigger drop off. So I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with you on that about being yeah. in the top fifty. To me and you, I agree with that. Like if somebody that's in the top fifty shows up to a local event where I'm at, like I might as well just give them my money. But I don't know Mike, about it at the level of the PBA.
0: Do you know where they're bowling at in the East?
1: I don't. I I it's in Virginia. I know that. I'm not sure if it's the same uh the same place where they held all the team events. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, so.
0: Yeah. About, like, you're, I see you in the chat, brother. Like, I, I dunno, It's it, this is a good argument for me and Mike because personally I'd rather bowl in your region, the West region than bowl in the East region because there's only six players in the top 50 in earnings in your region compared to the East region where there's 10, right? Um, and then, you know, if you really, really look at other regions, like the South region, there's 11 players and four in the top 24, five. So it's, you know, we'll talk more about those regions. And, um, I have these numbers that I didn't, Mike, we're going to, I'm going to put them up on the social media page so that all the bowlers and people could look and see, like, cause I know there's a lot of discussions internally with the PBA players themselves about what regions are strong, what regions are weak, looking at the, just the metrics and the data. Uh, it's, it's kind of paints a, a kind of a, a cool picture to just see what region would, you know, is strongest and which are the weakest, but, uh, you know, it's fun talking about. It and I know there's a betting point, which, yeah, that'd be cool if we could bet. But I, I knew you, I was going to say,
1: he's saying interesting because of my comment. He ain't saying interesting because of our conversation on the strength of the regionals, you know, listen, I mean, <sighs> I I, you're there, you're there, you're in, you're in the conversation, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's undeniable, but you know, listen, I I'm looking at the flow bowling rankings and I'm saying like some of those guys that are ranked in the top 10, I don't feel like they have the consistency of some of the guys that are in the top three, top four. Right. So, um, you know, but, but
0: I think if you're in the top 50, that top 50 you, you think the top 10 and you're in the top 50 of the pba money earnings like you're a player and you know how to be like there is no doubt yeah, about I'm, that. Not, I'm not saying we're, oh, we're yeah, you are saying no i'm yeah.
1: not i'm saying at that level if you take just the top 50 if you're right if you compare anybody in the top 50 to bowling in general no question right but when you take the top 50 and then you compare them in and among themselves you know i think that it's a different conversation Right, I think things things get tougher. Things get more critical.
0: Look, here is the thing: is it's kind of like the NBA, right? If you're even on the bench on the NBA, you're still better than everybody else in the country, and
1: everybody says you stink, right? Everybody same thing with people in the NFL. You know,
0: they're some of the best athletes in the world, and people say they stink, right? If you're the bench in the NBA, you're still the top. You know what? Whatever it is, hundred in the world. The same thing with fifth top 50 bowlers look just because jason sterner is ranked 47th or or, or patrick gerrard is is 31 in money earnings compared to the regional players that are going to be there like you know a guy like i don't know let's just say somebody like a, um a parker bone right who's you know kind of just been there at his level when he was you know in his prime but you know you got to take someone like a bj moore over a parker bone right now because you know, of just the way it goes. Like that's the he's a money earner. He's a twenty seventh and he's in his prime right now, BJ Moore. So um, yeah. Simon, you know, if
1: you're asking us where you th- where we think they'll put you for the regional thing, uh it seems like you're in the West, bro. Seems he like the knows that already. Right? That's gotta be a he
0: come on. It's gotta he be a, gotta troll, be right? a earner. That's gotta It's gotta be
1: a One of them was anyway. Yeah, uh you don't know where
0: you're at right now, you're screwed the tournament's next week, Mike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, but yeah. So that's probably it for at least at least the West and the uh the East region. Like I said, I'll post these this, these uh metrics. I guess I call them um you know next week uh, when the tournament leads up, and then next week we'll talk about the South region, the Southwest region, and the Central region, and we'll get into more conversation. Uh, maybe we'll try to have somebody on to do like a previous show, but we'll, we'll see.
1: Yeah, um, listen, if there's any if there's any other uh, rookies that we missed, you know, I don't know who's watching or whatever. We we Rob, it's never our intent to slight anybody. Um, yeah. you know, in, in that way. So if there are any rookies or anything that we missed, definitely reach out to us and let us know. We, yeah, we'd love everybody. to have you on. So what?
0: Well, I said I well if we if, if we slighted you and you're pissed, tough shit.
1: If, you, um, if we slighted you and you and you're pissed, you probably bowled better at some point,
0: right? Yeah. I don't care if
1: we
0: slide. Anyway, uh, Mike, I don't feel. I feel like we're over already. Let's see. No, no, we got We got
1: to do worst of the week. We got to do worst of the week. I demand that we do worst of the week here. I don't okay, care if we're okay. over.
0: We've been over for an hour, and uh, I don't, I don't care. Do. Okay,
1: I'll go first. I'm gonna, go Rob. Rob, it's an it's an honorous occasion tonight. Okay. It's the first worst of the week of 2021, and uh, I'm awarding my first worst of the week to none other, Rob, than the legendary moderator of the USBC discussion boards, Tim Buck. Tim Buck, congratulations. Somebody get word to Tim Buck. You are winner of worst of the week, Rob. Here's the post, okay? okay? He says the following. Admin, period. Some need to review the rules. We, in caps now, Do not allow contest giveaways, fundraisers, and no buying selling, period. End caps. From this point forward, zero tolerance. Poster will be banned. It's been in the rules for almost a year. No. Tim Buck, you're wild, son. You get worse of the week from me. You're wild. Nobody runs a tighter ship on the internet message boards than Tim Buck. Rob, Dude. what do you got for worst of the week?
0: Tim Buck, man, that's he. Yes. That guy, Dude's I like weird. to get him on. Um, <laughs> man, I want him on so bad. So he's top of my list at this point. I know, and I'm. I had my post, and for some reason, I'm going through this shit of a of a message board trying to find it. Um, but I'm, the post was uh, oh, uh, so this goes to Mister John Van Til. Okay, Mr. John <laughs> Vanton yesterday posted at 2.19 19 p.m. Before Michigan shut us down, I bought a new pair of shoes. <laughs> this was one and of my nominees. They weren't interchangeable souls, but I don't need that anyway. My question is there a way to break them in at home? Okay. <laughs> Maybe just walking around in them. Use a wire brush. Thanks in advance, John. So here's my answer to you: Yes, put the shoes on. Go shovel your sidewalks in him. Go to the grocery store. Go even freaking I don't know. Go, Mike. Should he put the, Should he put the
1: shoe covers on first?
0: No, that's where you have to break them in. What's the point of having a shoe covers? You know, you have to break your shoes in, and what better way to do that is to go shovel your your your, your sidewalk. You know, pick your, your kids up from school, go to the grocery store. You gotta break them in, Mike. That's that's my worst of the week.
1: All right, you heard it. We love our worst of the week around here. Uh Rob, playoff football this weekend. I'm gonna enjoy the trip double double trip back to back triple headers. Uh oh, I hope everybody great. enjoys football.
0: Speaking of football and your Eagles,
1: oh, okay. God.
0: This will this brought up a great uh don't even go there. Future challenge that we could do or or, or, or segment. <laughs> go to Home Depot and walk on wood. Dave says, "I love it. I love it.
1: That's awesome."
0: Best, um, the best uh, sandbagging stories because of your Eagles, and I have a lot of great sandbagging stories because your team doesn't know how to sandbag. would. It would have been a more appropriate
1: conversation while the Sixers were tanking for four years, but go, go ahead.
0: I'm jealous of your Eagles because if my team, the Jets, knew how to sandbag, we'd be sitting with the number one pick right now. But they don't. If Doug Peterson was the Jets coach, I'd be sitting here with Trevor Lawrence in my Trevor Lawrence jersey. But now I you know I can I'm not there. Trevor Lawrence anyway i know uh, maybe justin fields if he lights up alabama i'm not begin- sold I like on him the- either
1: i don't like a quarterbacks from ohio state they tend not to have a lot of success i'm, uh, not, I'm,
0: I'm before, serious I, I know
1: i saw that and liked it I, I i agree with you in that uh in that sentiment so
0: uh, well, anyway,
1: uh, uh we're, we're we're done insulting uh bowlers and talking shit for the night uh we had the Young Bulls on. That was enjoyable. I'm glad we got to welcome them. Uh next week we'll be back with our part two preview for the PBA players championship. Uh, if anybody wants to get at us, uh, sweep the rack at Gmail. We're always available there. Hit us up, so hit us up on social media. Uh, I'm at the two one fifth. Rob is at Brooklyn, Brooklyn Rob on Twitter. Uh yeah, Rob, you got you got any final thoughts or what?
0: Yeah, a lot going on in the world right now. Um just, you know, just look like Social media is a, is a place where you want to show all of your, you know, uh, like opinions and you want to be, you know, like your friend, you want to, you know, share moments with your friends. Just be wary of shit you say on social media because it's so easy to go down a deep down black hole of political bullshit. And then you tend to just piss everybody off around you. And then you have that attitude. Well, if you don't like what I say, then don't say, then don't look at it or unhide me or whatever. Dude, be, be wary of it. Look, like, I get it. It's a, it's a, sensitive, a sensitive time in, the, in, the, in this country right now. But be careful going down the deep down black political hole uh, because it's really hard to get out of sometimes. Sometimes you're better off just shutting the computer off and going enjoying your time with your family and your friends. So that's my that's my final sentiment thought.
1: Uh, I'm glad we can keep it light around here. Uh glad the people were able to uh check in with us. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh I hope twenty twenty one brings us uh
0: more good fortune twenty twenty did. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like we've already gone we've already gone to the bottom and there's no the only way we can go is up, but after today I'm
1: all about doing shit in twenty twenty one, quite quite I frankly. I'm all about doing yeah. shit. I am I I, I want to get back to doing shit. I feel like I haven't been able to do shit for a long time. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh we're glad to be back. Uh Rob, it was good to chop it up with you again and uh I'm excited. I'm excited about the PBA Players Championship, 250 grand on top. You know, a lot of a lot of bowling to watch on Flow Bowling with these qualifiers, etc. Uh so interested to see what they're going to do with it. And uh and Rob will be checking in with the people next week. We'll wrap up this uh this preview here.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Take care. Happy New Year. See you All right, soon.
1: homie. Happy New Year, folks.
0: You are now listening to Sweep the Rack Podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mike.